0: ladies and gentlemen we're expecting some moderate turbulence
1: please remain seated and enjoy the show
0: hello hello wow that was delayed welcome to moderate turbulence i'm jeremy
1: and i'm adele how
0: are you doing today adele i'm
1: fine jeremy how
0: are you i'm wonderful we're a few days late aren't we
1: no it's just a couple
0: well yeah but why
1: because it's spooky Halloween. Spooky
0: Halloween episode. Exactly.
1: I mean, we also made the conscious choice because we had a busy, 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 crazy week. Yep. What yeah. with being laid off and trying to find employment and doing job interviews and...
0: Well, and I'm working full time, but overnight, which is yeah, crazy too. Yeah.
1: So that put us up and then we we're like, well, we're putting up an episode either way. Let's figure out when is the best time to put it up. And today was the best time. Yeah. Because tomorrow is Halloween. Yep. So you, we are recording this on Friday and you will be getting it out on Friday.
0: Yeah. It'll probably be a little later this evening, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And it'll be ready for all of you to listen on Halloween day. So we decided to talk Mm -hmm. about um, ghost stories that are uh, obviously plane related, airport related um spoiler alert there's not that many yeah there's a handful and there's a handful that seem to be kind of recurrent but certain details changed here and there yeah um so obviously we have to take these ghost stories with a grain
0: of salt of course
1: um they're probably not real or probably not very They're factual we're
0: just gonna leave it at that These well, are ghost stories. well this
1: is a disclaimer jeremy i'm okay. explaining to people like if there's not this actual thing that happened maybe probably these are stories that we find on the internet yeah and we're retelling them there's one that's more real than others the one that you're talking we're just,
0: about we're sharing ghost stories we'll leave it at that
1: fine we're sharing ghost stories and we're leaving it at that
0: okay would you like to share a story first?
1: Okay. Well, this one, this first one, they're all pretty short. I have three. So the first one is called The Senior Flight Attendant.
0: The Senior Flight Attendant. The Senior
1: Flight Attendant. Okay. Um. So the source I took it from is airliners.net. Okay. And this uh, story is coming from... um. It's like a quote that this person said. Okay. So on one long night flight, with the cabin darkened and the curtains pulled tight across the galley, I saw a mysterious figure walk down the aisle. She had a pale, withered complexion with reddened, haunted eyes that peered unresponsively ahead. The lady did not acknowledge any of the passengers who spoke to her or tried to attract her attention. At breakfast time, I asked the crew members serving me about this apparition. She shuddered and confided in me that the specter was known to the crew and called senior flight attendant.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's like the specter, but they're like joking around saying it's a senior flight attendant? <laughs> That's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, also this is one of those that kind of came up... um In different, like I saw this story pop up on different sites and yeah. And other sites did mention that this one was in a uniform. Like it was obvious that it was a flight attendant, Mm -hmm. but.
0: Oh, that's cute.
1: Yeah. Anyways.
0: Interesting.
1: Interesting. Little story. So it's like the airline is unknown. So obviously we'll take it for what it is. It's a story. Um, But yeah.
0: Interesting. Senior flight attendants, they never want to leave the job. It's true. Because the flying gets better the more senior you get, right? Exactly. Uh, All right. Would you like to hear my first one? Yes. All right. So this one took place on a regional carrier uh, in the US. Again, it doesn't say the airline. um, But this one I... I got the story from insider.com and I'm just paraphrasing it uh sort of putting it in my own words but the story did originate on insider.com. Uh so this one takes place on a 737. Now on this aircraft there's two galleys, there's the forward galley and the aft galley. And um on this one, on the newer 737s, you can have like a camera in the galley and the camera is so that the flight deck can view what's going on in the vicinity of the flight deck door. Um, you know, for safety and security reasons, but you can also see sort of into the galley. So on this flight, the uh, lead flight attendant and like the purser and another flight attendant are on the jump seat, which is sort of beside the galley. And then the pilots call and they said, Hey, why are you letting two kids play? in the galley like near the vicinity of the flight deck door that's not really safe and so the two flight attendants are like there's no kids in the galley what are you talking about and the pilots are like we're looking on the camera we can see two kids and at this point the flight attendants are like ha ha you're you know being funny or whatnot so they kind of just sort of dismiss it uh so then later on uh once they're on layover the captain pulls the lead flight attendant aside and says hey um Like what was going on there? Why were you like pretending there was no kids there? We could clearly see that there was two kids in the camera uh, in the flight deck there that were playing by the door. And then the flight attendant said, "Uh, there were no kids that would have been right beside me. And I know full well, there were no kids there the whole time. And at this point, the first officer says, "Uh, I was watching the monitor and I could see two kids, a little girl and a little boy playing. And then everyone just kind of went white
1: da da. Hmm, that is spooky.
0: That is a very spooky one. Spooky. Do cameras pick up what the human eye can't see? Okay, well,
1: that's pushing it. Maybe. Well, maybe,
0: but you know, <laughs> that's why we're talking about spooky Halloween stories today. Hmm.
1: My next one is entitled "The Yellow One."
0: The yellow one. Hmm. Okay.
1: So again, this was. This is a story this one is from flightlevel350.com and this is the exact story that was told in the first person okay so i work for a handling agent at copenhagen airport one of our customers sterling airlines has an aircraft that is said to be haunted a boeing 737 8q8 she is known as the yellow one The cleaning staff are especially scared of cleaning the yellow one at night. Some even refuse to go on board. Both staff and passengers have had experiences on board this aircraft. It is said that people have heard thumping noises on the roof, as if someone is walking on the roof, both in the air and on the ground. Some passengers have said, Oh, no, not the yellow one, when they are at the gate about to board. I know a woman died on board that aircraft. Perhaps it's her spirit. Yeah. And also, this is one that came up a few times, but it seems more factual. So, this is the airline. It's this specific plane that's known to have spooky happenings. Yeah. So, I would be interested to fly in this plane to see what would happen with the yellow one. Really? Why not?
0: Interesting. Uh, are you ready for my next one? Yes, now, you came across this one as well in your research. We we kind of we discussed each other's stories a little bit so that we wouldn't uh, share similar ones. Uh, and this one came up quite a bit. I, I'm uh, reading it here from Aussie.com, but I'm going to kind of paraphrase it so that I'm not just reading the whole uh, long incident here. So this one starts off. In early 1973, the captain on an Eastern Airlines flight from Newark, New Jersey to Miami was asked to go check on a passenger who was sitting in first class. The passenger in question was another Eastern pilot, uh, apparently deadheading, which is, you know, traveling as a passenger, um, but they were in full uniform Uh, and they weren't listed on the flight manifest. So the man dressed in a full captain's uniform hadn't responded to questions from the senior flight attendant. So he was just staring straight ahead, kind of in a daze. So when the captain approached the passenger, he goes, oh my God, it's Bob Loft which would have been, you know, a normal happy thing when you see a, a colleague of yours. The only problem was Bob Loft passed away several months beforehand. So on December 29th, 1972, Eastern Flight 401 from New York to Miami took off from JFK at 9.20pm. Uh, this was a, a Lockheed L-1011. There was 176 people on board. It was nicknamed the Whisper Liner because it was a nice quiet aircraft. At 11.30 p.m., the captain welcomed all of the passengers to the city as the plane descended towards Miami International Airport, but 12 minutes later, Flight 401 crashes into the Everglades at 225 miles per hour. The captain on the flight, Bob Loft, uh, he died in the cockpit not long after impact. The second officer, Don Repo, survived the crash, but he passed away several days later in hospital. Altogether, 101 passengers and crew perished in the crash. Somehow, 75 did survive. At the time, it was the highest death toll of any single plane crash in the continental United States. But the shattering event wasn't over. Over the next year and a half, numerous Eastern employees reported seeing the ghosts of um, Repo and Loft on other Eastern flights. Flight attendants claimed to have seen Repo's reflection in an oven door in the galley, Uh, An attendant on another New York-Miami flight opened an overhead bin to see Loft's face staring back at her. An entire eastern cockpit saw Repo sitting among them on a flight. They claimed that the dead man warned them about a faulty electrical circuit, which was found and repaired. Even an eastern vice president saw Loft on a plane preparing to take off uh, from JFK. And so there's lots of different stories. Some people sort of dismissed them and just said, oh, you know, you're you're, you're making things up or you're seeing what you want to see. But uh, all in all, there was a whole bunch of these stories that kept pouring in from different Eastern employees. And uh, they said some of the wreckage, once it was recovered, some of the parts were still usable and they actually used them as replacement parts in another L-1011. And they said a lot of these sort of ghost stories that popped up happened on that specific aircraft where the replacement parts were used from the original flight. So that's kind of a creepy one and an interesting one as well. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's, I feel like the most. Pr- Credible? <sighs> I mean, m- maybe, yeah, but also it's, I don't know, the most infamous plane ghost story. Yeah. It's it literally on every site that popped up when I Googled yeah. spooky plane stories. Airplane, yeah. Yeah, it was on every single one of them. And yeah. it seemed like it's an actual like incident with people's names and dates and such yeah so i mean it would i would believe that over other ones
0: yeah all
1: right let's go into my next story okay it's called the scare bus
0: scare bus not airbus Mm scare bus i like it
1: so this story um is about a flight attendant um who reported to work one day and during the pre-flight briefing and pre-flight checks, she wasn't feeling well, so she called in sick and went home. Unfortunately, she got into a car crash and passed away on her way home that day. Mm-hmm. So, on that specific aircraft that she was supposed to fly on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: crew members have said to hear have heard her voice over the PA, um, and also whispered in her in their ears. She's calling for help and just kind of like telling them things. Um, some think she is angry that she was replaced and sent home, which resulted in her death. And others think she is just lonely. One thing is for certain, she never stopped reporting for duty.
0: Oh, wow. See, I uh, I came across one that was somewhat similar. I'm going to try and recall it. Um, not similar, but like kind of along those same lines. But it was someone who was on their way to work. They got pulled over for speeding or whatnot and ended up missing their flight. And so they were replaced by another flight attendant, but then that plane ended up crashing. And then the the weird story was like the replacement flight attendant was the sister of the police officer who pulled over the original flight attendant. And like so there was like a big sort of crazy coincidence in there. And then they ended up getting married, the police officer and the person he pulled over. And I don't know how real all of these stories are, uh, but You know, they're still, they're entertaining, right?
1: Yeah. Well, there's like, there's a whole, I guess, category of like coincidental stories and such. Yeah. But there's one that I read uh, quickly also about Lockerbie in Scotland. So that crash. um, So the story goes that this young flight attendant's mom insisted on her changing careers after Mm -hmm. that happened um i don't recall in the story that specific story if she had been of the airline yeah or just because of that crash she didn't want her daughter to be a flight attendant anymore so she wasn't a flight attendant anymore she changed careers did something else um and then was in the world trade center
0: okay yeah but then she became high up in her company and then she got transferred to new york and she perished in the 9-11 attacks yeah yeah
1: because her mom was convinced that she was going to die in a plane crash. Yeah. And then that happened.
0: Crazy. I mean, there's some great urban legends with within, within uh, the airline. And I remember like one that I was going to share here was um, one I heard very early on in my career. And the story, as I heard it, was this happened on an Airbus 340. Now, on the Airbus 340 that our company had, we had like bunks in... It was called the LDMCR, which stood for the Lower Deck Mobile Crew Rest. So basically, it's a sort of a unit that goes into a cargo pallet, but it has access to the aircraft. So you would go down there and you would have bunks to sleep in on uh, extremely long haul flights. So on this or this specific story, um, flight attendant is downstairs in her bunk, uh, you know, just sort of coming to, waking up, like her break's going to end very shortly. And uh, so as she's sort of coming to, she hears the door open for the lower deck crew rest. And then she hears footsteps. And so she peeks out and she sees like this really frail old lady. And so uh, the flight attendant says, oh, like, sorry, this is for crew members only. You're not allowed down here. And the old lady says, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just wondering if I could get an extra blanket and a glass of water for my husband. He's sitting in 14C. And so the flight attendant's like, okay, my my break's going to be over really shortly. You know, go back. I'll I'll take care of it. Just give me a couple minutes. So then the flight attendant gets up, gets changed, brushes her teeth, goes, grabs an extra blanket and a glass of water and brings it to 14 uh, Charlie, 14C. And there's a, a gentleman there. And so the flight attendant says, oh, your wife said that you'd like an extra blanket and a glass of water. And the gentleman says, thank you. That's great. But my wife passed away we're carrying her casket in the aircraft we're bringing her back home uh, to lay her to rest
1: yeah that one kind of came up in different ways sometimes it's the husband sometimes it's the wife yeah um one iteration of the story uh had the the person that's alive on the plane show a picture yeah of their partner to the flight attendant and ask them, is this who you saw? And then they would confirm, yes, that is who I saw.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. I think it's, that's one of those urban legend ones, yeah. just like the, um, the senior flight attendant yeah. story that I shared earlier about, you know, it's, there's no specific airline or dates or names or anything. And yeah. the story seems to change every so often, depending on who's telling it. But I mean, it's, I mean it's, a, it's a nice ghost story, these ones, because it's like, oh, the, the husband or the wife is, you know, yeah. taking care of their, of their, their significant life. other, yeah. you know, getting the flight attendant to get them an extra glass of water. Yeah. It's like heartwarming. Yeah. It's not scary.
0: Well, now, also in our industry, of course, these haunted uh, plane stories are one thing, but we stay in a lot of different hotels and a lot of hotels are said to be haunted in some way, shape or form. Have you ever come across a haunted hotel throughout your travels?
1: Yeah. Well, in our network of destinations, there are, I think, three very well-known destinations where people would avoid certain rooms, certain floors, or certain Mm -hmm. areas of the hotel.
0: What are those three destinations?
1: Um, So the ones that I know of are Winnipeg. Yeah.
0: But that's a famously haunted hotel, though. That's yeah,
1: Halifax. Yep, in London. Yeah, uh, there's probably more, but I feel like those are also older hotels, which would make sense that they would be haunted. The Holiday Inn down the street is probably not going to be haunted. Yeah, compared to the one that was built several, like I don't know, a century or two yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, it's more likely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like you've. The one in London, I think, is the most notorious. Yeah,
0: that's the one. And I mean, it was really early on in my career where I, I had something happen, but didn't think anything of it until, until people started telling me things. And I was like, wait a second, something like that did happen to me. Uh, do you want me to tell my story quickly? Yeah, of course. So in London, uh, at this specific hotel that we stay at, they say the 11th floor is haunted. And then, you know, everyone talks about different stories that have happened to them. Um, For me, really early on, uh, it was my uh, just a couple months into flying. And at this point, nobody has said anything to me about a haunting in the hotel, 11th floor, whatever, nothing. And I remember specifically which room I was in on the 11th floor. And I woke up, uh, it was sometime around 3.10am. And I know that because there was a clock on the TV back in these days. And uh, I remember seeing the clock and it was just sort of like a weird, like kind of jerk awake. And to me, it looked like a, a kid, maybe six or seven years old, probably at that height at the corner of my bed and then run over into the washroom. And it was just kind of like, you know, when you're just kind of coming to you see, Oh, it's like three in the morning. And then you see this, like something figure dash into the washroom. And I'm like, you know, at first they freeze. Cause I was like, what the heck was that? And then it's like, okay, build up enough courage, turn on the light. And then I like walk over to the washroom and I like open the door really fast and look inside and there's nothing there. And I'm like, okay, clearly I'm crazy, whatever. No big deal. Just my eyes playing tricks on me. Um, roughly a week later, I was chatting with a friend, uh, another airline friend. And he said, Hey, did you hear? Like, apparently the hotel that we stay at in London is haunted. And I was like, what are you talking about? little haunted hotels. Ha <laughs> Very fun. Wait a second. Something did happen. So I go and I talk to my sister about it um, because my sister is a flight attendant as well. And I, I tell her the story of what happened to me and seeing the, the figure kind of run over. And she said, Oh, something like that really similar happened to my other friend. You should talk to her. Next time I saw her, we were chatting and I forget which one of us told the story, but either I said the story or she said the story. And then the other one looked and said no no that's that's my story like you're telling my story so we both had the exact same story wow yeah
1: yeah i feel but that's the thing with that hotel is everyone that i've heard stories about from that hotel mm-hmm. is about children playing children yeah. running th- down the hall children being
0: um, mischievous like yeah haha, like, like kind of yeah thing.
1: making uh, like children noises annoying like like if there's actual children playing in the hallway you're like okay i want to sleep right now like stop yeah um that's the stories that i've heard it's always children yeah and that hotel the other ones i don't really know all that well and i've never experienced it also i've never really stayed at the hotels all that
0: much you mean the one in winnipeg and halifax
1: when uh, Halifax, I've actually stayed there, but I have never experienced anything. Yeah. They have remodeled most of the hotel though. Yeah. So it's
0: kind of like, well, what is actually left? But, but again, it's an older hotel. Like it's, you yeah know, it has like the old mail slots and but stuff. But the one in the- London isn't renovated. No. Well, certain floors.
1: The one in Winnipeg I've never been to.
0: That one, that one's famously haunted. And um, like, you can research it. You can Google it. Apparently it was, uh, you know, way back in like the 1800s where... There was a wedding, but something happened. I, I forget, someone fell down the stairs or something. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, people had died. And then, oh, and one person died, another committed suicide. And like, you know, there's like all these crazy stories about it. But apparently, it's just the one room at the hotel that's really haunted. And uh, I had a friend who stayed and, and requested. He was like, hey, like, can I stay in that room? And they're like, yeah, it's not booked tonight. Sure. So they they let him stay in that room. And he said, nothing happened. But when he woke up his iPad, the screen was cracked and never fell. Nothing happened to it. But when he woke up, the screen was cracked and he's like, well, how do you even report that? He's like nothing. It didn't fall. Nothing fell on it. Like what? You can't just say, Hey, my screen cracked due to supernatural reasons. Like that's not a thing. So, uh, and then another friend who wasn't staying in that room, but, uh, had her skirt hanging up in the closet And then when she went to go and get her skirt the next day, like her uniform skirt, the belt, it's like the belt had been reversed within the loops of the skirt.
1: Oh, wow. And it's like,
0: you can't just do that. Like, that that doesn't just happen on its own. It has to be physically done, right? Exactly. Someone has to do it.
1: It won't just happen randomly.
0: So that's an interesting little tidbits about the famously haunted Winnipeg Hotel okay, so, so really quickly i'll I'll we'll jump back in here, so the like we're not mentioning the names of the hotels or anything, um, but this one, obviously, if you Google and Adele's just trying it right now, she googled Haunted Hotel Winnipeg, and it tells you the name
1: the um, first the first um hit on Google is about this hotel, yeah, so, so you guys can figure it
0: out, yeah, so for me, like I've stayed there many times, nothing's ever happened while I've been there, but just the feeling that you get in the hotel it feels like you're in the movie the shining like it feels like that old hotel and like the flooring and stuff and the the doors to the rooms are like really tall and big and the rooms themselves are quite large like high ceilings and such but for me i always felt weird like obviously the hotel's been updated to the point where you're using key cards to get in but i feel like it had that authenticity where you'd feel better with a big brass key to open your door it just has that feel to it you know
1: Interesting, yeah, well, I mean all old hotels have that feeling, yeah, um, yeah, well, this was a spooky Halloween um episode. Hopefully, yeah. you guys are listening to this on Halloween, yep,
0: yep, uh, and hopefully you all have a safe and fun Halloween weekend, uh obviously, like I know here in Calgary, we're not allowed to have any crowds uh larger than fifteen people, so. Uh, if you are out there and celebrating and having fun, please be safe.
1: Yeah. And uh, we're going to be, we had to cancel some of our events this weekend. Yep. I know our friends back home in, in Montreal um, literally cannot do anything. Yeah. They can't even visit like one other person. They yeah, have to crazy. literally stay home. Um, so we feel lucky to actually be able to, you know, yep. uh, engage and and socialize friends, with yeah a small number so we're going to take advantage of that but also stay safe. Yeah. Um tomorrow and um probably eat a lot of candy.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Or maybe we should eat the candy on November 1st when it's all on sale.
0: Yeah, cheap candy. Best <laughs> way to do it.
1: All right. Well, if any of you are flying out there maybe uh be nice to your flight attendants and the ghosts
0: and the ghost of the flight attendants because even the ghosts might have to save your butt one day <laughs> <laughs> goodbye bye thanks bye roxy
1: Woof woof! thanks for listening don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts we have new episodes every wednesday don't forget to follow us on social media at moderate turbulence on instagram at mod turbulence on twitter and follow us individually on instagram at huffy j and at la Delvi. Thank you.